Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. He is a former Kings dancer. It's Jeremy Ingram. Hello. Hi. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for the invite. This is very exciting. Our first dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we actually... um, on our podcast talk about the dancers a lot because it's like oh, really it, it's one them. of our favorite parts of going to games uh <laughs> and it's it's so cool to talk to you yeah well I'm, I'm glad to see we're actually spoke about things because no one else can talk about we're the unsung heroes of the, of the of the sport of basketball. It's so true. I mean, not on this show. We're singing your praises. <laughs> yeah, gotta we're singing. Uh, we're big. Sing we're, it, sister. Sing it. Yeah. <laughs> we're big fans of the LA Sparks dance squads. They have multiple, all great. Um, they just are so good. They're so good at what they do. Yeah. Also, the um, going to Warriors games. They have a kids dance squad. That's so yeah. good. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. I know some of them. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, let's start from the beginning. How did you start out dancing? Were, were you a kid when you started? Yeah, I started off uh, literally dancing out of the womb, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, my mother and father, they were both dancers. Uh, my sister would dance, and um, they, they literally tell stories to this day that they would catch me, you know, doing uh, the snake Oh my god! A, a tender age of two, <laughs> amazing. Uh, doing a cabbage batch. All, all those old school '80s dances. They said that I would always do. And then um, I remember, I want to say maybe in the late '80s, uh, I saw this movie B Street with my dad. I'm not too sure if you're familiar with this movie. It's a, it's a cult it. classic for break dancers um, called B Street. My dad was watching. I was watching it with him, and he said, "Hey, one day I want you and your brother." to learn how to dance like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll learn how to do that. <laughs> and it didn't come together until uh, the seventh grade when my hormones were kicking in and I saw a bunch of girls. And I was like, I'm going to try to break dance. <laughs> sure enough, I landed on my face. Wow. And this other kid who had hormones raging too comes over to me and says, hey, do you want to learn how to break dance together? I'm like, sure, why not? Two guys trying to learn how to break dance to impress chicks let's do it <laughs> so the whole entire year i would learn how to, i tried to learn how to break dance did not happen at all so the next next year my eighth grade year um i accidentally did a windmill oh my out God. of the blue on the ground i was like did i just know how to do this <laughs> what and i was like hell yeah so the next day um right when the buses are pulling up when school starts i'm sitting there doing windmills in the dirt in front of people and I got so many praises like yes I feel validated this is what I want the whole entire time I'm done with breakdancing oh but <laughs> I was not done the story continues later on but that's how I started breakdancing is a windmill when you're like on your head and no spinning? that's a head spin oh, okay that's a head spin what's a yeah. windmill can you describe windmill, it it's um let's see it's you're going from your chest to your back chest to your back in a Windmill motion. Oh, yes. Okay. With your feet up. Right. Yep. Exactly. With your legs out. Yes. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Okay. (laughs) God is like wiggling around. (laughs) Yeah, that is. That is so cool. I is breakdancing as fun as it looks or is it like painful? Uh, It is painful. uh, I've actually had a couple of injuries because of it. Um, But, you know, it's one of the things I I love. It's a passion of mine. 
Um, they are, there are some bad sides of it, like all things, but uh, majority of the time, I just focus on the goodness of it. So Nice. Yeah. So how did you get to be a Kings dancer? So uh, I want to say right out of high school, um, I started taking breakdancing more serious. I would enter competitions. I would uh, later get into a, a breakdancing crew called Flexible Flav. Um, one of our members was uh, Dietrich. He was actually uh, on um, So You Can Dance and also uh, America's Best Dance Crew. Mm-hmm. He's basically a famous uh, breakdancer now and YouTuber. He used to dance with the Sacramento Kings, I want to say, in the early 2000s. And um, the Kings approached him saying, hey, we want to add one more uh, uh, breaker to the team. So you can reach out to your crews, tell them we're going to have auditions, and um, just have them come through. So he tells all this, tells all of us this at a crew practice, and I'm sitting in the back of my head like, I don't know if I should do this. I've never auditioned for anything like this. I'm not sure if I'll make it. Uh, you know, just basically psyching myself out. You know, so one day I was like, you know what? Forget this. I'm gonna go do it. So uh, went out to the audition. Nice. There was about ten of us, and um, I think I, I was number eleven. Mm-hmm. No, actually eleven of us. I'm sorry, and I was number eleven. Um, and I was the first one to go out. And what they did is they had me and someone else battle each other, right? Wow. So I'm thinking, okay, that's fine. A dance battle. You know, a dance battle, right? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, that's fine. It's, it is what it is. I still know how to you know, be, a, be a showman and whatnot. So after that, they put us all in the back. And they said, all right, well, we're going to actually ask for multiple people to join the team, not just one. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, cool. I have a chance. Because, you know, there's other talented dancers there as, as well as myself. Yeah. So they started calling out everyone's nam- number. Mm-hmm. Literally, mine was the last one. And I remember right before they called mine, I literally put my head down. I was like, damn, man, I knew I was going to call. They're on number 11. I was like, oh. Amazing. What? <laughs> what? And I started jumping up and down. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I made it, I made it, I made it. And um, that's how I got on the team. Wow, that does sound like an episode of So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah, exactly what it was. All you need is slow music in the background. Very high stakes. Uh, yeah, dramatic. Yeah. Um, are yeah. you from Sacramento? Yes. Nice. Born and raised, lived there all your life? Born, raised, but then uh, I finished uh, two of my high school years out in Pittsburgh, California. I didn't know there was a Pittsburgh in California. There is a Pittsburgh, California. I know it from the Pittsburgh Bay Point Bart stop. There it is. Exactly. It's It's the end of the line. Yes. It's the end of the line. (laughs) So we want to know a little behind the scenes info about like what it's like to really be on the squad, you know, like, um, like what's the routine like and what, like what's your schedule? What's the time commitment? So it actually it it actually evolved since then. So my first year, uh, I uh, danced them with two thousand the season of two thousand six two thousand seven. So I remember at that time we were basically at like maybe six or seven games the whole entire season. Mm-hmm. So my first time there, I remember I walk in there. They're like, "Oh, we have your jersey laid out for you." It has my nickname on there, J Row. Nice. So I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, I'm sitting there thinking like, yeah, I'm about to get money. I'm about to have all these chicks talk to me. <laughs> sure enough, one of the uh, the teammates comes to me and says, hey, they told us we can't talk to none of the cheerleaders. <laughs> um, You're not allowed to speak is, to them? Yeah. That's what someone told me. Like, we're not allowed to talk to oh the, my God. the cheerleaders 
or the players, you know, basically just keep just keep your eyes down the whole entire time, right? And I'm like, ah, oh, man, that kind of sucks. I'm like, all right, <laughs> at least they should they should treat us like you know we're important here. Yeah. I'm like, all right, where's our dressing room area? We don't have a dressing room. I'm oh like, my god. Uh, okay, so where, where are, we, are they going to feed us? Yeah, they got some pizzas and these chicken fingers. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well how? And my dumb self didn't ask how much money it was when I first, you know, auditioned. I just like, sure, I just signed my life away. Uh-huh. Come to find out we only had paid $50 a game. So I'm like, oh, wow, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got mad and, you know, they taxed it too. So oh, it like, counts like maybe $30 or something like that. It's only, and it's only for the games, not like practicing yeah, and stuff? Whole, nope, just for the game. And that oh was at that, that time, 2006, 2007. Yeah. So, um... Like I said, they only had it for maybe like seven or eight games. Wow. So the next season, um, I wasn't there. They actually had me perform for the WNBA and not the regular season. So I'm like, all right, that's fine. I'll just do WNBA. That's, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Then they got rid of the breakers, which is the team I was on, and asked me if I wanted to be part of the interaction team. And I'm not too sure if you guys ever noticed during the games, you know, there's always those people out there that throw the T-shirt, right. you know, get the crowd interacted. So what they wanted, they wanted all, a whole assortment of talents on this whole interact team. Break dancers, jugglers, um, some guy, he had like a, a unicycle. We used to call him the unicycle kid. He was, <laughs> he was always out there on the unicycle throwing out his stuff. So uh, I'm like, all right, this is much, but the pay was a little bit better. You know, it, I was at more than six or seven or eight games, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So uh, at the end of that season, I spoke to the, one of the managers there. I was like, hey, you know what? I've noticed you guys using the dancers a lot. How about we bring the break dancers back? Like, oh yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So I want to say 2009, 2010, they brought back the break dancers, but this time we were actually on the same level as, you know, the uh, cheerleaders, which they do want to be uh, identified as dancers at this point. So we're neck and neck with them, right? So we would get tickets to the game always. Uh, We get to hang out with the players. Oh, that's great. Pay was good. We had our own uh, dressing room. We had a budget for our clothes. Uh, Rehearsal was every uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 5 to Mm -hmm. 8. And at this point, we actually we're told to make full-on routines rather than go out there and just freestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. And we would have a designated, you know, timeouts because I don't know if you guys ever noticed, a lot of the dancers tend to come out toward the fourth quarter when they're like, you know. Hype everyone up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We prefer to call it a, a hot timeout. So say if the Kings are up by three against the Warriors and we want to continue that run of, you know, of, um, energy, mm-hmm. we send out, you know, the break dancers or the dancers, you know, for that hot timeout. So rather than us being designated, hot timeout, yeah, that's what we call it in the states. Rather than having us go out there, just designate for the fourth quarter, we'd be part of the first quarter or the second quarter. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're le- legitimately, you know, one of the entertainment squads there. So that's when it started getting much better for us. That's awesome. Yeah, I yeah. and it does seem like you can't underestimate how important that is the 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 hype team because uh keeping that energy up is really hard like we've seen a lot of games where the crowd sucks and they're super low energy yeah yeah Yeah. and the players aren't going to play like that i I always tell people like look if you go to a concert the band's playing a really good song and the crowd's just mellow the crowd the band's not going to play well anymore right Mm -hmm. they're just gonna be like you know what forget it let's just call it quits you know totally you want to keep that energy going so what so what years were you on the squad? On the squad. Ooh, from two thousand six 
um, I want to say until 2000. Thirteen. Okay, it's a good chunk of time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, during the 2010 to 2011 season, I tore my ACL. Oh no! Performing on on stage, yeah, on court actually, yeah, it was against the Washington Wizards. Wow. Yeah, that sucks. How was your recovery for that? Did you? Uh, Did it take a long time? The doctor said it was the fastest he's ever seen someone recover. Because nice. um, at that time, all I did was, you know, dance. And I just loved dance at the time. And um, I wanted to literally finish the season on a high note rather than a, you know, a low note. So I, I, luckily, I did it on the company's dime. So they were actually giving me, like, the, the best doctors they had to offer. You know, they gave me um, oh, yeah. all the physical therapy sessions, mm-hmm. all that. And I was, uh, I want to say I was only out for maybe two months. That's crazy. That's yeah, such a fast recovery. Crazy. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. I was just juiced. I was because I remember every every night. I remember the night I tore it. I went home and I literally cried because I thought I was never going to dance again. Oh, yeah, it meant that, that much sucks. to me. Wow. Yeah. So, so um, did you? Um, I'm just curious. Like, did you have any like favorite players that you like to interact with during your time there? Uh, Ron Artest was pretty good. This is, nice. I want to say maybe 2000. Oh, whew, I feel old now. Uh, 2000, I think it was seven to eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. When after, after the game, we would uh, invite all the kids down to come shoot half, uh, free throws. Okay. And Ron Artest would always have a child with him. He would always point to me and be like, make sure my son has a good time. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ron. <laughs> he put the responsibility <laughs> on you. <laughs> He'd always do that. He would always do that. Um, another uh, favorite player of mine was um, Tamari's cousin. Oh, uh, yeah. He, Cute. He, he sometimes could be mean to us. He was sometimes funny with me. I enjoyed that. The <laughs> sense of humor. Shaq. I used to love when Shaq would come around. Nate Robinson would come around. And Ariza. Trevor Ariza. now plays for the Kings. Yeah. They would always come around. And say I look just like um, what player was this? Um, he was on the Warriors. They called him Brazilian Blur. Oh, the um, uh, Leandro Barbosa. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I look just like him. Oh, really? I mean, him. All right, Gabe's googling together. it right now. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna yeah. see if this is true. Um, I mean, I don't know what you actually look like. Once. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, we took a picture together uh, once before, and we literally thought we both were twins. Oh, uh, amazing. It's He's a good-looking guy. Look it seems like. like a compliment. He is, but much more taller than me. So <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. But I used to love when they used to come around because they would always say it to me. They were like, oh, Barbosa, Barbosa, Barbosa. And I'm like, oh, you guys are fucking jerks. But hey, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. So, um, um, Paul Gasol, too, is another guy. guy. Amazing. Feel free love to it. tell yeah. us any basketball players who were huge jerks. Too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we I love them. I don't know if you can. Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Oh my God. Chris we, Paul I hate him. Really I, we hate him um, on this show. So uh, that, that oh, makes sense. Yeah. He seems like a jerk. We're in the right. He is. So I remember, uh, I forgot what season it was. Maybe it was the 11 or 12 season. And, uh, we would always have these on court rehearsals right before, um, the game starts because the day in the life of someone who works in the NBA for a, a day of a game, mm-hmm. your, your day basically starts at 9am. Wow. And the game doesn't start, doesn't start till seven. Right. So you're there for hours, long hours. And during those hours, you know, the, uh, the rival team, the away team gets to come and, you know, shoot and do shoot arounds. Mm-hmm. 
So you got to imagine the shoot arounds going on with the other team. And then there's the home teams doing shoot arounds. And then there's the entertainment team all literally on the same field, you know, trying to do on the same court, trying to do their own thing. So I remember uh, one time we had to stop dancing and then practice a contest for later on that day. So um, I had to literally be one of the contestants and managed to, you know, try to stop the basketball from coming into our directions, uh, you know, you know, disturb the um, the rehearsal that we have going on. Mm-hmm. And Chris Paul happened to be behind me. I just put my hand back and I'm like, I push away this person that's behind me, you know, just try to protect them. Yeah. He pushes me. I turn around like, oh, my bad. And I see him. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this guy, he literally stiffed on me. And I'm like, wow, oh, that's this wow. <laughs> I'm trying to protect you, but it is what it is, bro. That's so All rude. Right. It is, it is, it is. He's such um, a jerk. <laughs> I remember after, I think, I forgot when the Clippers, I think it was the last season he was there. Mm-hmm. When um, I think they made it to the semis and they lost during the playoffs. I remember after they lost, I went on um, Twitter and was like, yes, Chris Paul, <laughs> this is my revenge for what you did to me. Yeah. Well, we, we love the Clippers and hate Chris Paul. So it's, it's good. Uh, it's good that he's not on the clips anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, someone else's problem now. <laughs> oh, there was a player, uh, Brandon Bath. I, he's not in the league anymore, which I'm glad. Mm-hmm. It was one time we had uh, the national anthem about to start. So I'm no, I don't know if you guys ever noticed, right before the national anthem comes out, there's a huge uh, crowd of people on the on the court. You know, there's photographers, there's the refs, there's the players. Then there's this huge flag that they try to bring out. So I'm in charge of trying to bring this uh, flag to come out. And we have Brandon Bass, one of the Lakers players, stretching. And I looked at his trainer, looked at him like, hey, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to move you guys. You know, National Anthem about to start in five seconds. And they can they can literally see the shot clock. And he's like, man, forget this. We ain't moving no how. And I was like, and you, you literally can't talk to these players like you're talking to a normal human being. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, throughout their whole entire life, they've, you know, they've always had yeses. And right. Yeses no one, yeses no one, tell no one tells no. them no. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, I can't say anything, especially to the away team, because the away teams tend to get really butt hurt. Whatever you do, they always send their tell, tell, tell them whatever you do to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I gotta let this go. I gotta let this go. So uh, he finally got up, but. Man, he left a bitter taste in my mouth for years, and I finally saw that he was out of the league, and I gave myself a, a applause for, you know, <laughs> Keep just for, clapping for alone. For having my curse reach him, so I was happy with that. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We love, like, our one of our goals is to sit courtside eventually, because we just want to hear, <laughs> like, who's a jerk, which players like talking shit all the time? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Who's a sweetie? Yeah, can't wait. Mm, no, uh, Someday, Blake, Blake Griffin used to always talk a lot of. Sh- used to lot talk a lot of shit. Really? Oh yeah, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, but it was, he was funny about it. Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. He might he might seem like he's all nice on TV, but that guy is a jerk. We hate we hate him. I hate, I hate him so much. He is a jerk. I remember his last <laughs> game at uh, at the in Sacramento. Actually, was go talk to him he was actually really nice which i was surprised about but if you could hear what he was saying about other people mm. when the mics are not around and the cameras are off I'm like jesus this guy man but hey i gotta respect for what he did to the game of basketball i mean he's good at basketball but yeah, we don't have I'll to like him, him. <laughs> no you don't no you do not so you is the yeah. mascot like part do you work with the mascot a lot like are yes, you yes. yes 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 i remember when i found out who he really was and i was like 
wow, this guy? <laughs> do and they keep it, it a not, secret? Like, they do, yes, they do. Oh, my God. Um, they've, they've been a little lenient, um, I want to say, the past two or three years, but not... Uh, the guy's hilarious to me. He's one of my closest people that I talk to. And the funny thing is, whenever he's in costume, me and him have the most brilliant conversations about life. But nice. we, outside of his costume, we never talk at all. <laughs> it's the most funniest <laughs> thing. And me, we have this running joke for years that, hey man, go ahead and put your mask on so we can talk about life because you know I'm going through something or he's going through something. I'm just it's imagining so you guys meeting up at Starbucks and he's wearing his costume. <laughs> 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 That's basically what it is. Sipping his macchiato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And believe it or not, that, that guy literally has a degree in accounting. Really? <laughs> he says, Amazing. Yeah, he says, uh, one of the days, I'm just going to quit and get a real job and get a grown-up job. But until then, I'm just going to ride this high. So like, he's I, the same guy that you worked with back then. He's still doing it now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, um, this isn't necessarily your field, but do you know by any chance, like, what does it take to be a mascot? Do you have to be, like, into gymnastics or something? Like, what's your what's the background leading up to that? Uh, I've asked you this plenty of times. Uh, you don't have to be a gymnast, but you do have to be athletic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you literally have to know how to read a crowd. That's the one of the biggest things. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And, uh, and you just can't be afraid to just make an ass out of yourself. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's number one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think that so. is, yeah, that's like, well, you can tell when a mascot's like insecure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, you can. <laughs> they have to yes, commit. Yes, yeah. Yeah. They, they have, do. they, they do. have to they commit do. to like being like wild and like doing yeah. dumb shit, but <laughs> the, we love the crazy it. crazy part. The crazy part, though, I want to say maybe 75% of the mascots in the NBA are old men. Really? Are really old men. You've only, like the Clippers, their mascot's really young now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of another mascot. That, I think that might be the only one, come to think of that. How do old seen. men flip around like this? <laughs> they just do. They just take care of their body. They, they like... Um, I mean, they're they athletes too, athletes. essentially, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but they literally have to take care of their body all the time more than, than a regular athlete would because they're not, uh, I mean, a basketball player isn't out there doing flips and rolling, right. rolling blades around sticks, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, they that's... Really have to be in good shape. Did you see um, recently when the ESPN body issue came out, uh, the Houston Rockets mascot Clutch did a nude <laughs> photo shoot? <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's not the click I I, uh, I knew from back in the day. <laughs> but um, I met that guy once, and he he seems like he'd do something like that. But that's hilarious. <laughs> the the old clutch would have done that, but he would have done it much more sooner and and without permission. Oh really? Was such, he was a rebel. He was such a hoot. He was such a rebel. Oh, so Slanson every year um, he has a birthday game where he invites all the ma- like majority of the mascots in the NBA that are free mm-hmm. and Clutch always happens to be free and I guess he's really good friends with the mascot too oh. that guy oh he was one nasty nasty perverted man <laughs> he would be around, like dude oh man uh, I remember one, one time I literally saw him put on jeans with no underwear I was like what, what is going oh, on man? that is nasty <laughs> he does not care but they're just old men they do it they want <laughs> oh my god that's so wild yeah. jeans and no underwear gross yeah, that's yeah. rank and they're about to go out and he, i don't even think he even took a shower after that he just they're like we're about to hit the town i'm like okay cool <laughs> yeah i see him take off his, his little, the club. Uh, mascot outfit and put all on his jeans i'm like 
oh, you're not even going to take a shower or put on drawers. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it's so cute to think of Slamson and being best friends with all the other mascots. Yeah, I love that. It it, it reminds me of of, of literally fraternities. Like, they're a band of fraternity guys. That's what they do. Yeah, and then... They they tend to be, like, very, you know, I don't want to say immature, but, you know... Mm -hmm. They tend to kid a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but then yeah. they, they all meet up at like the All Star game and stuff, right? Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's where I bet it's they all trouble too. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's like mascot camp. But I bet they have like yeah, wild exactly. after parties and stuff. <laughs> oh, probably. Or they How do we get an invite? Local Applebee's. <laughs> right. And have, and have some jalapeno poppers. I don't know. Skinny girl margaritas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the majority of them don't drink. That's the crazy part. Interesting. Of it. But I mean, it makes sense because they do have to take care of their bodies. Right. So. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Yeah. This is, yeah. I mean, I'm loving all of the juicy inside information. <laughs> Me too. Me no, too. No. Um, were you present for any like historic games that you like remember any like on court fights or anything that like people um, still talk about? I was there when um, it was last season when, what was his name? Uh, Harrison Barnes. Mm-hmm. We were playing the Dallas Mavericks. Oh my God. You were there when, when he found he out? Tra- yeah. When he found when out he was, was getting traded? Yeah. <laughs> It was so awkward. <laughs> it's basically finding out, like, like say you're with someone and you find out that their ex is in the same building as you. Oh, no. And they're literally next to you. And it's, it's that awkward, <laughs> cringeworthy moment. I remember we just looked at him. He just looked so down. I was like, oh, shit. Because we all got notified on our phones. So yeah. we're like, well, how is this possible? He's right here. And we're like, do you really see someone come up to him and tell him? Oh, no. And you see his face. And we're like, oh. Oh, he just found out. That is so yeah. sad. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, that was that was a crazy moment right there. That like footage yeah. of him just sitting there staring blankly. Well, I'll never yeah. forget it. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget it. It was, it was very, very awkward. Very awkward. Poor guy. Are, are you? Would you say you're still a Kings fan? Yeah, of course. Uh, I, you know what? To be honest, when it comes to sports. Um, I try not to have favorite teams because I end up talking mess about them anyway. <laughs> and I feel like a real diehard loyal fan is very, you know, just delusional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. But me, I'm not delusional about the Kings. Like, I know they suck. I know when they're good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I'm not one of those bandwagon fans. Even though they suck, I'm still going to be a fan of theirs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll admit when they suck. So They yeah, still seem... Course, the day I die. Yeah, they still seem like, even though maybe they don't win a lot of games, they still seem like they're fun to watch and a cool group yeah, of guys. Yeah, they're still fun to watch. Yeah. And they're uh, on the come up now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So exactly. it should be pretty good. Yeah. yeah, there's actually some good players on the... Who Did, did they pick anyone up on the offseason? That... Uh, they did. They picked up uh, Trevor Ariza. Uh, right, he, right. He's a nice person. I don't know if he's coming off the bench or not. They picked him up. Uh, who else did they pick up? They picked up a new coach. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, oh, is he still going to be the coach? Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Oh my that's, goodness. Yeah. I yeah, really, right? I like Marvin Bagley. He was the rookie last year, I think, right? Yes. Marvin Bagley. Uh, uh, you know what the funny thing is? He, um, raps. Do you guys know that he raps? No. no. Yeah, he, yeah. He has a rap career. And what he does, I guess, um, during the season, he'll come to the offices and give them free concerts. And give them free shoes. Oh, I'm like, well, that, that, that's pretty cool. I like so, that. I think it's hilarious that he comes down. And is like, hey, I know you're working, but come and listen to this mixtape of mine. He <laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs> definitely does. Definitely does. That's, that's cute. funny. I also like Buddy Healed. Yeah, Buddy. Oh yeah, yeah. Buddy Healed on there. He's 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 a cool guy. So you were saying before we started recording 
Um, so we're recording while the um, Kings are in India playing an exhibition mm-hmm. game. And you said you mm-hmm. knew some people who were going yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. I, I know a couple of stage managers, a couple of the dancers that they have there now. Um, and and make a uh, long story short, I don't know if you noticed this, but the Kings actually got rid of their female dancers during the season. And that was a big old controversial thing they had going on in Sacramento. Uh, but now they've turned to a huge hip-hop team, you know, as um, male and female. So a couple of the guys I knew from back in the day and a couple of the girls that were on the team mm-hmm. last season are actually over there now. So that's how I'm able to know them. But uh, it looks like they're having a good time over there. That's kind of my preferred like dance crew is like just men and women Mm -hmm. like i i don't i'm not a fan of like just a cheerleader situation like me either mm -hmm. i've never have been to be honest Mm -hmm. because i I look at it just them being objectified yeah yeah totally uh, if you i mean to be honest if you talk to my girlfriend she was a former dancer of theirs she'll tell you different stories like no it's us being empowered and i'm like sure whatever you say but I'm telling you from a guy's point of view, mm-hmm. I'm just seeing ass and titties, but <laughs> that's just me. But it's like, uh, why not just have like a um, mixture of yeah. people dancing together? Like, wh- why like does it... ages too. Yeah. Like, it doesn't like, have... What's wrong yeah. With that? yeah. 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 Uh, that's actually the newest thing going on in the NBA now. I believe Dallas has it. Washington has it. Um, who else has it? Uh, Spurs have it now. Uh, there's quite a few other teams that are actually exploring that that out now yeah that's great i yeah. love it and yeah. uh yeah. it's just fun to see good dancing too like that's yeah, exactly that's what you want to see yeah. you don't really care totally i'm not there to but like get horny yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly like those other people tend to be yeah because yeah. I've, I've seen it i've seen those creepy fans and i've, For sure. I've always been like very you know observant of that and i'm like dude that sucks i would hate to be them out there because you still got to put a smile you oh right! Smile on your face, even though there's a guy saying "Hello, cutie," let's take a picture while he's rubbing uh, on their back. Gross! Like, uh, and it's always the most creepiest men too. Of course, like, oh, man, come on. Yeah, and they're at work, so they can't uh, be like, "Fuck off." Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you cannot. I've I've heard of a um, of a dancer getting spit on. Oh no! Somebody. Yeah, it's. Some of these fans, they just cross a line all the time. I can't I believe it. I can't imagine any of our listeners would do that, but don't spit on a dancer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Show <laughs> some mean, respect. I feel like people yeah. get drunk and they're like, yeah, yeah that's monster they comes out of them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they demand things like, oh, no, well, uh, I'm the reason why uh, you guys have a job. And it's like, whoa, 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 we're just wow. dancing here, buddy. Yeah, that stuff happened to us. Uh, some of the guy dances myself too included it's like whoa come on now calm down that's so rude yeah. and also not yeah. true so how yeah. far can you throw a t-shirt <laughs> oh dude <laughs> the funniest thing so uh all the guys we go on the court uh, and it always happens to be like second quarter or third quarter and we'd always go like I, I bet you can't throw it this far, but you can't. <laughs> Basically, very toxic masculinity going on there. Like, let's show our friendly fancy how far we can throw. Uh, I would, I, I don't know. I, maybe, I don't know. It's a hard one. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's hard to I can estimate. throw pretty far, but, you know, I'm not out there being Tom Brady throwing touchdowns <laughs> or totally. like that. But, Do you-, you know, I'm throwing t-shirts to kids, and that's, that's good enough. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever yeah. use, like, the t-shirt cannon? I have once. Oh, and it was nice. very embarrassing. Well, actually, you know what? It wasn't the cannon. Slammed into the cannon. I did the uh, the slingshot. Oh, okay. And it was the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. Oh, no. It was, uh, season four last. 
And it's, so it takes three people. You need to have one person on one side, the other person on the other side. They hold on to it. And I was the person in the middle that swings it back. Mm-hmm. So normally what we're supposed to do is put your hand over it, bring it back, and then let go. Yeah. I didn't put my hand over it. I had it behind it. And it literally just like a, looked like a flaccid penis. It was like, <laughs> we just went straight down. You hear the audience laugh at me, and I'm like, Jesus. All right. But the funny thing is, like, when you're out there, you get to interact with the crowd. And they're, they're basically like you're like your friend too so they're gonna laugh like oh try it again try it again you know what mm-hmm. i mean so it's, it's pretty cool it's pretty cool that's cool i would be scared to do it so even the fact that you did it is <laughs> yeah. is awesome yeah, I'm, well the my first year that i would always be scared to throw stuff out because i mean i've never had you know like five thousand eyes on me at once right. you know what i mean for something then all of a sudden you start blocking it out yeah, and it just starts getting normal to you. But I'll tell you, tell you this: these fans, they'll they'll go nuts over a, a cheap plastic thing, a totally. cheap material the shirt that's five XL you can't even wear. But <laughs> I, I believe nuts. I've done it before. I've we gone wild for desperately. <laughs> yeah, we desperately are begging. Can you guys tell me some input? It's on, just like, fun why to. Crazy it's for? fun to win something, you know. That's like an, I literally see I see old men stiff arming old like. Other old men, I've seen kids get pushed down from adults just for I would something never that you do. get at the gas station. I do think if there was a kid next to me and I caught something, I would just give it to the kid. Cause I would like, not do that. <laughs> really? Yeah, but would, you, would you really? Would I you think really? I would. Well, so I went to Summer League um, this summer uh-huh. in Vegas, and uh-huh. me and my sister both caught some like sunglasses and Ooh, cheap i bet too <laughs> they were real cheap like yeah. weird ray bands that just say summer league on the side <laughs> <laughs> and, probably yeah. what they say on the side too <laughs> yeah. and we gave them to the kids next to us but then we caught two more sun they were giving out a lot of stuff at summer league oh, wow. sounds like it but Dude, i a lot of stuff i just um i uh We've we've never actually caught anything at a NBA game. Yeah. Though. Oh really? Yeah. Where do you guys know me sit at though? We've, we've been all over. Yeah. We've been in the one hundreds. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. been. I mean, we've been pretty close a lot of times. Like, but it's it's not like people all around us are catching stuff. It's not that we're in a bad section. It's just like uh, luck, you know. It just and the Clippers do this parachute thing. Oh, and they have a hot. Yeah, the Clippers oh, have a hot dog cannon, which I desperately <laughs> want the hot dog. <laughs> Wait, it, it shoots out hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like hopefully wrapped up, right? Though, like, yeah. No, no, they're loose. They're just loose hot dogs covered in mustard. Just no, flying. that would yeah. be horrible. Like, that's a lawsuit for sure. That is definitely lawsuit. someone's getting one in the eye. Well, yeah. they, and not recovering well. They did. We did hear a story that you can't aim it too high because then it is uh like it gains too much momentum and it is oh. probably going to injure yeah. someone. Yeah. So they, they only do a few of them and they keep it pretty close, but like it probably, so, they grab it or like, I've never seen the happen? aftermath of it. It might be just <laughs> smushed. I mean, I think it's, it's I, know, right? I don't imagine it being all fully shaped. I think it's fine. Like it's just, you know, wrapped up in aluminum foil or whatever. And like <laughs> the hot dogs can take a lot of beatings. <laughs> yes, they can. They are, they are processed for it. They are processed yeah. for it. Um, you mentioned that um, you were dancing in the WNBA. What what was the team that you were dancing for? It was the uh, Monarchs. The oh, Monarchs, yeah. They're, uh, they're no longer Monarchs. around, yeah. right? No, they are not. They, they were gone. I want to say maybe years after I got involved with the NBA, but man, those fans, those, those are actually true fans. And I feel for the WNBA really, I do. Cause, cause you have the NBA fan who's just, you know, an average person who 
doesn't really know basketball, but just knows the player mm-hmm. and just knows that it's a, it's a fun time. But the WNBA person, they're fans. Yeah. Man, they know everything about that player. Their stats. Oh, I can't name one fan that I met that did not know anything about the game of basketball at all. They're yeah. diehard fans. Too bad not that many of them came out to there. Yeah. But... You know, they would they would go out there and support. It was it was a good good time. That was in Sacramento was too. Yeah, that was in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, when we go to um, Sparks games here, there's yeah. people who have had season tickets since the Sparks were created, they and debuted? it's oh yeah, it's like their their fans true are fans. they're true yeah, fans. True fans. It's really great. Yeah. yeah, and the players. I remember meeting the players around the league, the WNBA. They are so much different than the NBA players. It's like night and day. They are literally just they're very happy to have someone even come say hi, good game, Aww. you know what I mean? Rather Aww. than like a regular NBA player be like, Yeah, thanks, bro, and just keep walking. But no, they'll sit there and talk to you. They're so nice, so genuinely nice people. Cute. They they know it can be taken for taken for them any day right I mean? right yeah so that's so good to hear they're they're uh, sweeties I miss, I miss them i miss them um i just realized i just remembered deer and fox is on the kings mm-hmm. he's a real oh, yeah. cutie he, yeah. do you have any inside knowledge about him uh i'm trying to think do i have anything not really you he know, wasn't I, I there when you were uh, dancing no he wasn't no, yeah. no. Um, he, he was there when i started stage managing more and I've, and I've started to, you know, take a back seat to that too. So, uh, I can't say I've interacted with him at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are you still involved with the Kings in some way? Yes. I still, uh, stage manage every now and then when I can, cause you know, I, I, it's one of those, you love what you do. So you never want to leave it. Mm-hmm. And they literally that the entertainment department has turned to a family of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, their reason how I got into event managing and event planning was because of them. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can't take that friendship for granted. So I try to stay. I'm, I'm that, uh, that, uh, that family member that just won't leave <laughs> at, the, at the end of the night. It's like, Nope, I'm here. I'm here. Let's do this. That's awesome. Uh, what does stage yeah. managing in, entail in this context? So basically, uh, you've been to a game. Yeah. So you, you've seen the contest and the contestants. So what we have to do is pick the contestants. We have to, uh, set up the contest uh we have to get the players from point a to point b for interviews mm-hmm. uh say we have a, a special celebrity we have to go out there and warm them up and get them started like hey just like for instance i would told someone the, the time when i met drake the other day i was like well you would go up to drake's camp and talk to great i was like hey mr drake just let you know we're gonna have you on the screen uh, just, what we <laughs> you called him mr wave, drake mr drake and i remember he, he literally drake is actually one of the nicest celebrities i've met uh-huh. he literally grabbed my hand and you know when someone does they put both hands around you and, yeah. Yeah. and look at you he did that and <laughs> so I was like, sweet. wow this is a nice guy that i remember i felt his hands like these are the softest hands I've ever felt. <laughs> I feel like he's never done a, uh, uh, he's never picked up a hammer or a saw Definitely or a nail not. in his life. Jesus, this guy. Oh, but, but he, he, but he was nice to guy. you. Yeah, he was, and he actually remembered me because the next season, we, uh, I was breakdancing and we just got done performing during the fourth quarter, the end of the game. Mm-hmm. He comes out on court and shakes everyone's hands, goes, like, hey man, how you been? I was like, hey, that's dope, man. That's, that's pretty cool. That's so, so cute. That's cool. Love yeah, that. Yeah. Do you still dance at all? Um, not as much. Uh, since I tore my ACL back in 2009 or 10, um, I would do it every now and then, and then I re-injured it 
uh, season before last, and I uh, messed it up again this year, not dancing, but just, you know, doing normal stuff around the house. I was like, yeah, hey, I'm starting to get old. I'm 35 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the same anymore of what it used to be. So I was like, yeah, I, I need to gradually bow out and let the newcomers do their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, would you recommend us to go check out a Kings game? Uh, of course. <laughs> what's of course. the What's the arena like? Yeah. Oh, uh, it's fancy. Uh, it's fancy as all hell. Um, I want to say it was the most um, uh, tech savvy one mm-hmm. that we had in the league until I, I believe the Warriors just made a new one. Yeah. So I think they're the most tech tech savviest arena there. But it's, it's no joke. It's legit cool. It's um, they have a a beer garden. They have several uh, several nice restaurants inside. Oh yeah. What do you like recommend a, we eat? Ooh. Uh, any any and everything to be honest but I remember <laughs> back when it was uh, in Arco Arena mm-hmm. it, man it looked like a uh, nasty old um, uh, carnival cruise ship that you, yeah. that you <laughs> won during some bingo trip Yeah, um, it had like maybe three or four uh, restaurants in there there were always pizza and hot dogs mm-hmm. and like when fans would come to this game you know they'd basically wear like jeans and t-shirts but now as soon as that new arena opened you have people in the nine you have people in you know with plastic surgery and all this stuff <laughs> totally. like oh you bring out the, you bring out the best in sacramento to these games you know what i mean Cause yeah. it's still like a it's like one of the go-to events in sacramento so yeah maybe all the who's who is there maybe we'll do a little road trip we'll go to oakland yeah, and should. we'll hit up sacramento you should just let me know how you guys would take us and all that nice oh that's so nice yeah. thank you we did have You're one uh, we went to Sacramento one time we went to the American <laughs> River yeah it was oh, fun the American River did yeah. you guys go rafting no. no we just stood in the river in our clothes because we were not prepared we didn't know we were going to Sacramento at all and that's hey, just all right. it, it's well, kind of a long yeah. story we just kind of we were invited and then it turned out that we were not at like nobody knew we were coming <laughs> <laughs> so, we just, so were you guys actually invited then no, no. <laughs> we didn't know this until too late but i was visiting anastasia because she's she lived in san francisco and oakland uh-huh. for many years and this uh-huh. is before she moved down here and i went up there to visit her and then she was showing me around and then it was like her friend was like come to sacramento and we were like okay i guess why not <laughs> we're <laughs> We have nothing else going on right now. And the very uh-huh. little bit of it we saw was very cute. It was yeah. like the old central part of Sacramento. Oh, did you go to um, OTAC then? Yes. Yeah. 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 So what year was this? This was like three, Th- three years, years ago? ago. Yeah. Yeah. So this is maybe before. Yeah. This is right before they opened the, the new arena. Because that's um, literally, uh, I want to say maybe uh, less than a 10 minute walk from that area where you guys are at mm-hmm. to the arena now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. The Golden One Center. Yeah, that's what they call it now. Yeah, we got to do a road trip up there. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, let me know. Cool. Cool. Thank Thanks. you so much for doing this. This is really interesting. We got so much good inside knowledge. Oh, thank you. And there, trust me, there's more stories too, but I was like, I don't want to put people on blast. <laughs> yeah. Was, we'll do fun, those off air. Fun time. Yeah. yeah send, us time send us the Send us the off the record stories. <laughs> uh, of course. Of course. I, I can give you a little hint. Of, of a story we uh one one season the breakers were actually kicked off the team because we were told we were bad luck so oh no and, and we were they were saying we were the reasons why what? the kings were losing yeah <laughs> it was crazy that crazy, is crazy. crazy oh my god yeah. that came from the players 
Uh, came the, from the higher ups. Uh, yeah, the higher ups. They literally cussed us out. Wow. Right in there after us. That is so yeah. dumb. I mean, fa- I know fans can be very superstitious too, where they're like, yeah, yeah they and, just blame and, people. The funny thing is, it wasn't the fans, it was higher ups. So it's Interesting. Like, All right. Yeah. Do what you guys want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I'm glad. Uh, you didn't we came back. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you came back and, and stuck with the team. Um, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for doing our show. This, uh, oh, we you. love hearing all the juicy gossip and behind the scenes <laughs> stuff. So yeah. Oh, do you, it. do you have anything you want to plug or like anywhere pe- you want people to follow you? Uh, yeah. Feel free to follow me on Instagram. Um, at J J underscore R O one zero zero one. And you'll see my, uh, my adventures when it comes to the NBA season. Sometimes I'm there, so cool. you'll see the behind the scenes stuff there too. Are you planning to going? Like, are you going to be working with them at all this coming season? Yeah, this season. Yeah, I'm going to do a couple Saturdays. Uh, I'm going to do the home opener, which I love to do that. Ooh, I'm not going to miss out on my. I think this might be my fifteenth home opener. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. So I can't miss that. Awesome. Thanks for coming on this journey with us. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram, Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website. It's dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash clotworthy. 